Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. We got a big week in the NFL. We're going to get you ready for it. Watch out for emotional betting and watch out for weird Mike. We got big trades and trades are fun. They're like holidays. You go to school and something's different. Your team might have a chance or your team might not. Uh, Garoppolo, prove it, bud. We got some picks for you. We were 4-2 last week. Put money in your pocket. We got news that matters, news that doesn't. Trap games and what they are. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. I'm your host, Jeff Hewlett. Uh, we're going to get you ready for a big week in the NFL. Again, as we say, there's always a big week in the NFL. Uh, every Sunday, I wake up like it's Christmas morning. I don't know about you, but that's why I do the show. Brought to you by Huck Media. Uh, I'm here with Weird Mike, looking like an undercover serious security guard. Nice mustache, bud. Uh, literally, it's a little bit more left than right. You know what I mean? Like, it's got a left turn going on it. Uh, also joined by the voice of God, Brent Waits. Happy Halloween, boys. Happy Halloween, man. And uh, thanks for pointing out the slight irregularity in my first mustache in half a decade. Some chicks like it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's call it a metaphor mustache then. What do you say? Women, Brent. At, women. A, ba- at a badass Halloween, though. I went to a kick-ass jam, won the grand prize, woke up and recovered with NFL football, man. Quality weekend. Yeah, that, That's the best part about being a man, uh, waking up on Sunday, NFL football. Uh, it's ha- terrific. It's Love t- it. <laughs> it's terrific. Uh, e- even when there's London games, sure. Extra three hours. Um, I'm an addict. Uh Happy Halloween, boys! You guys even do you guys like Halloween? Big fan, big fan. I uh, myself hosted a Halloween celebration on the weekend, Saturday night. Good times, Huck Media in attendance. Yeah, uh, solid turnout. Couple kegs. Can't can't ask for more. Great costumes. Uh, I don't know if there's an official name for it, but a German Oktoberfest Lederhosen man. Lederhosen man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I figured it was the least offensive German historical figure I could be. <laughs> Sounds lame. Where was my invite? I'm still holding out on the uh, Facebook friend invite. So, <laughs> sorry, man. One step at a time there, bud. Yeah, pump the brakes. That does feel like a level jump, but my apologies. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, yeah, big Sunday was uh, first Bills game ever been to. Oh, and- did you wear your Pats jersey? I hope not. I did not. <laughs> no, I was really trying to uh, in, uh, integrate myself into the Bills Mafia community, make some friends. Um, I. Yeah, I jumped on two tables. They to, can they can sn- smell spies. You I know? smack smashed you know. the tables. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Bills Bills Raiders. It was a horrible horrible day. Um, a little bit hungover, to be honest. Um, yeah, terrible. God, God drinks, ladies and gentlemen. That's why he invented it. <laughs> <laughs> Pissing rain the whole day. We uh, we froze. I dressed up, but we still got rained on for several hours. Um, Buffalo is one of the worst ugliest cities ever. Hey. And, Excuse me. And I don't know if anyone else has noticed. God's but country. <laughs> the, the food in New Era Stadium is horrendous. I had a terrible slice of pizza First that of I all, was drunk for, and the- I didn't like it drunk. Yeah, and then I got a terrible roast beef sandwich, and the popcorn was oversalted. I, I couldn't. It was unpalatable. I couldn't handle it. Natural Pats fans bullshit. There's too much salt and referring to it as New Era Field. I All can, right. I can remember sitting there on Sunday morning in the same hungover position, thanking God that we weren't at Ralph Wilson State or whatever they call it now, New Era, seeing the driving rain. I was 
You lived through that, eh? Good job, man. Driving into the great cathedral that is the Ralph Wilson Stadium and the surrounding area of parking lots, houses, really friendly neighbors, super friendly neighbors, and ultra, ultra crazy Bill's friendly neighbors. Welcome to Western New York. Oh, God, it's glorious. Anyway, yeah. Look at the funniest part about Halloween. is <laughs> like when... You know, you can have stories when you come home from the bar. You know, and on a normal night, it's like, yeah, there was this girl in front of me, and she kind of took forever in line, like, ordering her burgers. And then there was this guy that was, like, talking so loud in his cell phone. And then, you know, his cell phone rang, so everyone knew that uh, he wasn't talking to anyone. That, by the way, that happened to a girl in my driving class. <laughs> First day, she's talking so loud in the middle of class, like, oh, my God, can you believe he said that? And then her phone rings. Me and my buddy stand up at the back of the class, like, you're not talking to anybody. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, that same story on Halloween night. It's like, yeah, uh, Dorothy was taking freaking forever at A&W, and then you know, Frankenstein peed on himself. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Listen, I want to get to our picks in a second. We were four and two last week. Uh, for the season, we are 19, 18, and one. And... Uh, Roll with us, folks. We're about 500, and we ain't going back. Woo! Uh, God, the Bills keep winning, and it's awesome. I can't really explain it, but you know what? I can't explain a lot of the things I like about life, you know? Love's a beautiful thing. Can't really explain it. Can't hold it. Can't see it, but it's awesome. You know? A good quarterback. What is it? What does he have? I don't know. Moxie. It's it. Love Moxie. It's the best thing. What is Moxie? It's awesome, but your quarterback needs it. <clears throat> How do you answer that question of the draft? Hey, do you have Moxie? You know? Well, you, you got to say yes. No, he's got the intangibles, Jeff. <laughs> intangibles. When you have no idea what the fuck yeah. to say. <laughs> every time. What the fuck? Every time anyone on this show from now on says intangibles, okay, you get an open palm slapped in the face by Hug Media. <laughs> and there we go. And uh, once a show, weird mics, you just get it for uh, the, the pregame stretch he does and the moaning. What's with the moaning that this it's, week? Uh, it's voice clarity That's, exercises. It's far from awful. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Uh, all right. Big trades going down. Who doesn't love trades? Still remember waking up to the Doug Gilmore trade. Oh, my God. What was that? They're, they're, they're like holidays that just happened. Like everything just shifted. Tectonic plates of your sports life. Just move. Nothing quite like that happened today. Everyone's settled down on Garoppolo. Anyway, trades are wicked. There's a lot of like trades they kind of wish would happen. Uh, we don't often see them. But uh, I think Niners fans should be pumped, at least that their management uh, is smart. I think this is a smart move. Uh, voice of God, big trades. We got some news that matters, baby. Here we go. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. It's been a busy 24 hours in the league, so let's get right into it. As Jeff mentioned, Jimmy Garoppolo is now a San Francisco 49er. The heir to the New England Brady throne is no more. And that, uh, that history storyline is, is going to be rewritten here. In exchange, the Patriots receive a second-round pick, which is essentially a first-round because it'll be, you know, 33rd, 34th pick overall, um, which at first I was a little upset about. But, you know, Jimmy was gone at the end of the year. They weren't going to spend money to save him for him to sit behind Brady for the next, you know, two to four years. They're not going to franchise tag him. Um, but the Pats, I mean, Jacoby Brissett already left the building in the Philip Dorsett trade earlier in the year, so they literally have no quarterbacks on the depth chart behind Brady right now. He literally is his own backup. and Or the injured Julian Edelman, who obviously can't play and fill in there. But uh, the 49ers did cut Brian Hoyer, 
who people forget was a Brady backup from 2009 to 2011. So that's very, very probable that he will be joining uh, the Patriots once again. Um, and yeah, big moves. It is a healthy bet that they will sign a quarterback of some sort. I had three people like come to me today, like they don't even have it. They don't. They don't have a backup. I'm like, I, I know, but they will. <laughs> yeah, Belichick's not on a bender here. He's he's yeah. not off the rails. Like, <laughs> there's other people. They've they've discussed that. They're aware. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, moving on, Jay Ajayi is now a men- member of the Eagles. After a really underwhelming season in Miami so far, um, he has been punished by Adam Gase, uh, who called him out in front of the media saying, you know, he, he hasn't been bringing it, and he's now been sent to the best team in football. I, best thing ever. Really sending a message there, Adam Gase. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, when I was in grade five, <laughs> as a teacher, Mr. Cox, he used to send you outside if you talked back to him. Yeah. Was, Sick! Wicked! <laughs> Recess. I don't like, want to be here. I have seven recesses. All I got to do is fuck and say something. Mr. Cox, literally, four of us to go out like all the time. Bring, yeah. you know, bring the football. It'd be great. Yeah. Uh, so it really looks like the Eagles are in an arms race here and uh, Super Bowl or bust mentality. I mean, they already have LeGarrette Blunt and Wendell Smallwood. Darren Sproles was hurt early in the year, so he's out. Wendell Smallwood's not good enough to get it done. Say Wendell Smallwood again. <laughs> <laughs> Wendell Smallwood. <laughs> um, but yeah, LeGarrette Blunt. Say it again. <laughs> Wait, I mean, how's that not come up? Wendell Smallwood. Sounds like a porn for sensitive people. <laughs> he's, for sure got, he's for sure got ED. Like, let's be real. Um, LeGarrette Blunt, though, great back, great pounding it in. But uh, JJ is a three down back. Wendell, Wendell Smallwood, not so good at pounding it in. <laughs> <laughs> J.H.I. is going to get the job done. He makes their offense even more lethal than it already is. I uh, really like it. Some of the Eagles execs have been like, oh, no, uh, you know, LeGarrette Blunt is still our guy, and that's a load of BS. Uh, maybe for week nine, while he's still learning or, the playbook. Or just but, one, two, they'll one, two punch it. This is, just, this is just depth. This is smart, you know. This is like when the Patriots did it with Blount and... Uh, what did you just call him? Blount. Bl- Blount? Is it? LeGarrette Blount. Blunt. There's n- you don't pronounce the U. <laughs> really? So the Eagles' backfield now has a J and a Blunt. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, it is Blunt. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. A couple others to mention. Kelvin Benjamin, out of the blue, is now a member of Bills Mafia. <laughs> so the Bills' offense has been pretty desperate for a healthy pro-level receiver. I mean, Jordan Matthews is going to be coming back soon. Zay Jones just really hasn't been getting the job done, and Sammy Watkins left earlier in the year. I think it's I think it's a great trade for the Bills. Um, they're you know they're a fringe playoff team. They're gonna I think they're gonna be in the wild card card game, and uh, yeah, he's six five, and I think it's gonna be real easy for Tyrod to lob up some passes to him. Big move, big move. Yeah, I like it. They needed a possession receiver. Uh, it's it's great. Yeah. yeah. I, I like Bills fans all day were probably thinking like we need a big receiver, yeah. you know? We need Zay Jones to be on like the, you know the second cornerback, not the not the rock star def- of yeah, like, the defense. Yeah, like thirty five pounds heavier. Zay Jones, you know, let give him the not rock star cornerback every time, uh, and then it happened. It yeah. doesn't usually happen with Buffalo. Yeah, the guy's six <laughs> five and like two fifty. Yeah, I've really been digging and trying to figure out exactly what the uh, what the Panthers get out of this and what their angle is and why they really needed to. You know, move a guy like that. The only thing I can 
think of is that it's a, uh, a Steve Nash sort of bad blood in the locker room. Someone's ladies. Yeah, so, some bad news. Some shady moves, I think. Shady lady moves. <laughs> yeah. Um, who knows? Bunch of picks. Maybe they saw the value in the picks. You know, they like their receiving core. Uh, okay, as far as Garoppolo goes, look, relax. Prove it. 90% of the people who told you that he looked good in the couple of games he played didn't see those games or don't remember. Or it was a primetime game. And, you know, September, they were drinking somewhere watching it. Yeah, that was, two, a, that, two, was a, that was a primetime game against Arizona. Belichick and uh, 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 their coordinator—they probably wrote a, a novel, a beautiful novel of a playbook all day that made the game easy for him. It's one game, it's two games. Show me, show me what happens after six games when defenses get a book on him. You know, that's what happened with Brock. Oh yeah, he got exposed. Okay, sometimes people when they're uh, when, you know they, when they've been drinking say some really really mean sh- mean sh- mean shit, and they laugh afterwards like, oh no, yeah yeah. Uh, I was just joking. No, 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 no. You, you're, you're just, uh, you're sorry that it came out, but <laughs> you absolutely meant that. You're rotten. <laughs> uh, yeah, got exposed. Uh, Brock, look, this is a smart move for the Niners, though. Uh, he's gonna, he gets an eight-game tryout. Okay, a lot of teams nice. might want, may want this trade at draft time. Niners being one of them. Browns being one of them. Browns admitted, which is weird, by the way. Put, let's all your other quarterbacks know you're not interested in them long term. Okay, quarterback coach relationships are like boyfriends and girlfriends. Okay, you can't ever let one of the other knows that you'd you want someone else more. All right, you don't see a quarterback being like, oh yeah, way rather have Bill, Bill Belichick as a coach. All right, you never have uh, uh, Belichick saying like, oh I'd rather have someone else as my quarterback. Now in that particular situation, of course not. He's got the greatest quarterback of all time. But even Hugh Jackson saying or let it, letting it be known through Browns media sources that. He, they wanted Garoppolo, and they were going for him, and they still wanted him to this day. Let's Deshaun Kaiser, Kevin Hogan, if they didn't already know. But that's not supposed to come from the head coach. But they're not interested in the long term. All this woulda, coulda, shoulda. They had the chance. They didn't pull it. Who knows why? They made the move now. Your eight-game theory works. I thought it was more of a disinterest in the QB class coming out of the NCAA this year with Rosen and the kid from Wyoming and Darnold, suck for Sam, all that stuff. They I, could... I thought it was a sour on that move, but, but your angle makes a little more you know, sense, I think. It's earlier. They can still figure it out. Like, you know, if they want one of those guys, it's only a second-round pick. They got extra picks from the Bears from last draft. I like it because you get eight games to prove it right under your system. You'll know, you know? But they're going to be hot garbage those last eight games. There's people playing for contracts, aging receivers. Uh, you don't know. That locker room's going a million different I ways. Don't, it's going to be tougher to succeed. I don't care how... I don't care if they win games. What does he look like? You know, what's he look like in those eight games? You got eight games. You'll figure it out. I think the practice time and the locker room and the learning is going to determine more his worth in Shanahan's new system. If he trusts his ability, he's going to want to see what kind of person he is. All right. What's the guy? We got any more news? A couple other things. Ezekiel Elliott. Um, news on that. The roller coaster that has been his offseason and preseason of this on again, off again suspension is almost finished. It's not quite finished. But a New York judge on Monday has lifted the temporary restraining order, the TRO, legal talk, against the NFL's decision to suspend him for six games a season. Um, So starting this week, he will sit and not be back into the lineup until December 17th or week 15. Um, This is huge, obviously, for fantasy owners, for the Dallas Cowboys season. Uh, Great news for Washington and the Eagles, because the NFC East race just got instantly less competitive. Um, 
And a lot of Dallas fans obviously are upset. I would be too if my star team and, you know, running back was uh, taken out for a third of the season. But, and a lot of, yeah, a lot of people complain and say, you know, if, if the police didn't press charges, then why is he, you know, why is he getting in trouble here? And the simple reason for that is that the NFL and Roger Goodell have access to, to evidence that isn't admissible in court. And a lot of that are some really scary looking uh, pictures of his girlfriend at the time that you can Google if you really want to. But That's yeah, no good. No. Poopy um, diapers. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sick of this dragging on. He has, he tried to appeal it today. That got shut down. There is one more appeal that's going to be, there's going to be a ruling made on that tomorrow um, that I, I really just want this finished once and for all. I mean, it brings up painful deflategate memories. And I mean, yeah, if I was an innocent man, I'd probably be having a one-on-one -on -one with Barbara Walters and not hiding behind lawyers and this legal red tape. Exactly when there's smoke, there's fire. Here we go. I don't think it'll matter that much as far as the Cowboys this, uh, are concerned. I think their own line's starting to play so good that Alfred Morris could do the job. Uh, might get a couple extra, uh, you know, uh, breaking of the tackles. He's not Zeke. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying uh, that they got a good running game with or without him. I, uh, personally, I think Morris will be all right. And we'll talk about those guys later. Uh, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, moving on to our Truth of the Week. <laughs> Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Watching Monday Night Football. Watching one of the picks that didn't go well this week. Uh, the Denver Broncos on Monday night. Five turnovers, folks. Five turnovers smashes any spread. They gave the ball out five times. Looked up, saw John Elway. Camera panned to him. And he had his binoculars on. You know what he's looking for? The quarterback. Because the truth of the week is, he doesn't have one. <laughs> doesn't like Paxton Lynch. He sure, he sure <laughs> shit better not like Trevor Simeon. And he doesn't like Brock Osweiler. Because good God, who does? <laughs> what are those QB meetings? His wife like? doesn't even like Brock Osweiler anymore. All right? That's got to be the most awkward group of misfits in that QB room there. Brock Osweiler. Three stooges. Brock Osweiler's the only guy with $62 million that sleeps on the couch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Uh, don't be surprised the Broncos just, you know, shock the world and trade up possibly the number one, number two pick because Cleveland apparently doesn't like drafting good young quarterbacks. They've passed on Watson, Wentz, Goff, uh, probably six more guys. They hate it. They're allergic to it. Yes. Their analytics, as we'll get to later in the show, their analytics are telling them that, uh, no, no, we better wait like 10 years to draft a quarterback. We'll develop at the guard position. Yeah, no, Desh Deshaun Kaiser and Cody Kessler, those are our guys. You know what? God, I'm not ready to quit on Deshaun Kaiser yet, but either way, the truth of the week is that John Elway, president of the Denver Broncos, which is cool, by the way, when quarterbacks are becoming presidents. Total like legend. This. Total He's, legend. What a rock star. Uh, Steakhouse, car dealerships. And that's what I mean, man. Broncos, Super He's Bowl not, ring. He ain't West Coast, mountains. He's not Jeff Fisher. He's not doing this to be mediocre, you know? <laughs> like... The guy wants a rock star quarterback. Oh, oh what's, he, what's he doing? You know what I mean? He doesn't want... Anyway, Simeon looked awful. I don't think... I think Elway saw, you know, what I saw. And uh, they need a quarterback. Their defense is good, but uh, they ain't going anywhere with their current quarterback situation. So, uh, to Simeon's credit, which is hard to start a sentence with, uh, his number one guy, Emmanuel Sanders, has been out. He does look substantially worse without him he's a bit of a safety blanket so 
I mean, he will be returning soon. I think uh, he should be ready to go this week. He, but Simeon still sucks. The one interception he, that he looked awful on, uh, technically, like that first one, you know, I know. I think I know what he was thinking that that uh, the 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 running uh, the wide receiver on the right side should have cut in towards the middle, but stayed stayed to the outside. So that's why it looks so bad. But still, he looks like paper boy, doesn't he? Moving on uh, to uh, Mike. By the way, uh, I want to talk to you about this emotional betting, folks. Okay, when you're making your picks this week, just remember try to take emotion out of it. All right, Wall Street brokers don't. Bet on stocks with emotion, all right? They're trying to make dough. So just because a team screwed you the week before, don't let that bother you, all right? But I got dough. Now, I want more emotion. Last week. To about la- it. The week before. Emotional betting, especially in prime time. Yeah. You, I love you it. just like getting fired up. Love getting fired up. Mike rumples up his tickets to the point where they look like uh, like croutons. <laughs> I won pools this week, took every fave. Yeah, the ticket was probably busted. Seven, oh, yeah, it was busted to yeah. Favre. Yeah. Uh, 7,500 winners plus six beans. But yeah. uh, you know what? The I NFL took away pool on ProLine is a lot of fun, by the way. $5 I- or $80 if you want to box four games, $5. Pick every game, no spreads, just winners. Usually about just under half a million dollars up for grabs every week, but uh, you share it with everyone else that got perfect or possibly one wrong if it was a really tough week. There we go. That's what, my, that's what we're talking about, just in case you didn't know. But emotional betting. Two weeks ago, the Bears screwed all of us on the show by shutting down Carolina. Not necessarily even shutting them down, keeping them off the scoreboard and scoring two long defensive touchdowns themselves. Cost weird Mike. His weird pick next week, an emotional pick. The Saints, he's hoping... Shit kick the Bears that just cost him money. So he takes them on an abnormally large spread for a Bears team that was coming in, winning two of the last games of straight-up underdogs. You're calling me out on a half a point with a red zone fumble it was a lo- under the two minutes? It's a big, That's big a- spread to take. Explain yourself. Was it emotional? Partial. What happened? Emotion. Why didn't they win? Why didn't they win? I didn't see that. Uh, up 11, marching with the ball, red zone, less than four minutes. Ingram fumbles. Recovered, Bears march down, score three. There's your eight points. Saints coming back down the field, back in the red zone. Bears full timeouts, about to kick the field goal. Third down, Ingram coughs it up again. There's your final, 2012. Loss, (laughs) 04. Lost four in a row. Now or never this week, stay tuned. Weird pick coming up. Weird pick coming up. By the way, the Saints, their current path to the Super Bowl, as I predicted a couple weeks ago, and people laughed at me, is pretty easy, especially if the Vikings stay ahead in that division. Because let me tell you, any good team in the NFC wants to roll into Minnesota and have to face Case Keenum over having to go anywhere else. Uh, Watch out for emotional betting. Stay away from it. On our picks, we were 4-2 and two last week, taking our total to 19, 18, and 1. We're over 500, and we ain't going back. Going into our section, sponsored by good Canadian boy, Justin Bieber. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> ah, Bills fans. I, you know, I am you. I am, I, I am you. <laughs> I've lived and breathed with this team. Uh, our road trips from Fanshawe to Brock with Nolan and and more and boys. We've Morris, done been there. We've done been doing this for years. Uh, we were there in the JP Lossman era. Okay, that's the it was the worst thing that ever happened in National Football uh, in Orchard Park. Uh, besides like 
hail that, that like, hurts people, okay? <laughs> J.P. Lossman, uh, uh, he's like Voldemort in Buffalo. Just don't say his name, all right? Like, he kicked out of restaurants. Yeah, we're sorry, Bills fans. Uh, you know what? Your defense is for real, and you got a running game. The teams can't stop even when they know you're doing it. And that, my friends, is a force to be reckoned with. That and mistake-free football, which they are preaching in Buffalo. Sean McCoy looks good. Peter King says he looks like Emmett Smith. Peter King says you look like Emmett Smith. That's a good thing. Uh, yeah, they knew, the Raiders knew that the Bills were running it at the end of the game, and they just ran it down their throat anyway. It's beautiful. So, Bills, we're going to stop doubting you. We love you. Sorry, you know, a little tough love. What are you going to do? Okay? You've been kicking me for years. And we are sorry. Sorry. To anyone who bet on the, on, the, uh, on the Chargers last week, we did not tell you in our pick six to pick them. But if you did, it was a good pick. You know, it was a sharp pick. A lot, of, a lot of smart people in Vegas were taking the Chargers, too. And a stupid safety on the worst punt return I've ever seen cost you those extra points, which cost you the spread of seven and a half. Uh, I still, that's a good pick for you San Diego fans. I, uh, I stayed away because I don't like, I think Brady at home is just going to get better and better. I don't care who he loses. He, he could be thrown to himself. He could be thrown to Giselle, okay? He could be thrown to squirrels, all right? Yeah. No, it was nice of Travis Benjamin to uh, give us the two-point safety there. Oh. He was uh, highlighted in Randy Moss's, my favorite se <laughs> section on sports, uh, Come All Man. Oh, God. By the way, Randy Moss is my boy, okay? Whenever you refer to Randy Moss, can you refer to him as my boy, uh, please? Uh, you guys can have your boys, too. In fact, you know what? Uh, later in the show, okay, we're going to, let's have a, right now? Right now, baby. Okay, right now, we're going to have uh Right now we're gonna, you know, you know what? I'll let you think about this for a second. I'll give, I'll give everyone my first three picks, okay? After, give them my first three picks, and uh, if you if you want to refer to someone as your boy, okay, you got to draft him right now. So that's my boy. So I'm rising and falling with him. Yeah. All and right. Then like, and then that's it. You know. He has a good gun, week. Gun to your head. He gets a bad week. That's he's your we'll boy. On him. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, like your family. You should be responsible for him, okay? Because. You know, I hear a lot of people just jumping bandwagon. Feels a bit We're excessive. taking our boys, We're taking them right now. Your rider dies. Rider dies. Everybody needs them. BF your BFFs. For a while, I did not know what that meant. Uh, I don't think Mike still does. Mike, what's a BFF? Moving on. <laughs> I told you. Okay, so Bills fans, we're sorry. Uh, we love you. And we are you. Okay. And uh, our picks this week. We're moving on to our few picks. We are four and two last week. Winning week. And here we go. I really like my picks this week. You! My gold pick of the week, ladies and gentlemen, is the Detroit Lions. Matt Stafford. Saying, looking across the field, that rookie, Brett Hundley, who, by the way, is looking a little bit better than we gave him credit for a couple weeks ago. But I think the Green Bay Packers know that no matter how Hundley does, even if he looks real good, there's only so far they can go. And a lot of those guys, you know, for the past few years, the only thing that they want is that Super Bowl. And now, you know, they'll be lucky to get to the second round of the playoffs. And there's just a little bit less hope. If anyone's ever played sports, hope goes a long way. You know, you wonder why people don't go to baseball games uh, all across the Major League Baseball starting in August is because their team's out. That's why when they increase the amount of teams that get to the playoffs, more people go. What's the number What sells the game? tickets? Hope. All right? Uh, give me hope. 
Hey, you can take everything else. Take all the bells and whistles. I'm taking Detroit, Matt Stafford. They think that they they think with their boy, if they can get into the tournament, uh, Matt Stafford can can uh, can do it. Two and a half points, division game. I like it. Yeah, uh, you know, if it's three and a half, maybe that's too much. Still going to be a tight game. But uh, Detroit rolls. They get back on track. Here we go. Our silver pick of the week is the Indianapolis Colts plus 13 points in Houston. Everyone loves Houston. They just saw them on Sunday Night Football. Everyone, I love Houston. How can you not love them? They look amazing. It's an afternoon game. The guy's Superman. But let me tell you, he was just, you know, he was just in the prime time Sunday night. He knows, like, you know, he was the hot ticket of the week. The whole country watched that game. And by the way, it was awesome. True story. That's why I love football. I mean, any, come on. That was beautiful. That last quarter. What a game. Oh, God. It's awesome. Uh, so he looks real special. That's a lot of points, and this is what I think is a letdown. A bit of a letdown game. They're going to squeeze by some good defense. Uh, offense just comes back a bit sloppy to Houston. They're going to get by. It's a division game. The teams know each other a bit more. Whenever there's division games, I don't like 13 points. Go back to every Pats, uh, every Patriots-Jets, or every Patriots-Dolphins game for the last 10 years. Patriots always look like they're way better, and they are way better, but it's a division game. They just know each other better. Even the old Titans, when they used to suck, and Jeff Fisher. Like being mediocre, uh, you know, like Mike likes to stretch in public places. <laughs> uh, keep the blood they moving. Were, keep, keep the blood they moving. They were keeping it tight with Peyton's Colts. Division games, 13 points. That's too much. And our silver, our bronze pick of the week. We're rolling with you, Buffalo fans. Minus three points, New York Jets. Uh, with your new addition, even if he's not on the roster, I'm assuming it will be, but it's a Thursday night game. Might not know any of the playbook yet. Doesn't matter. Three points? I think it's a gift. Jets are on their way down. Bills still rolling. It's a division game. It's going to be tight, but the spread's low. Let's go. <laughs> Spread is low. Let's go. Let's go. I got, oh. I got the team that's going to win by a field goal. TNF, uh, jacked. Tyrod's Love not, the pick. Tyrod's not scared of New York. Uh, I love it. And we're going to give you our over-under pick. Kansas City versus a Zekeless <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. And the over-under is 51 and a half. You know what? Again, I think Dallas' defense is going to smother up Kansas City and lead to even more field goals by your boy, Weird Mike, uh, Butkus or whatever his name is. Butker. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sounds like a friend of yours. Uh, right up there with Wendell. <laughs> Really poking through your offensive line. Uh, yeah, we're taking the under in this game. Uh, Kansas City's going to kick a lot of field goals. Dallas, without Zeke's going to struggle a bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, even if it's 24-20, something like that. Way under, 51 and a half. Take the under. Boom, there you who picks. You! Now, uh, listen. A couple things here before we move on to this. Your boy draft, just quickly, Okay. He's your boy the rest of the season. There's no trades, even though trades are awesome, as we discussed earlier. Got my three ready to roll. Freaking love trades. I wish there was like 100 trades today. No trades. Imagine being traded. I mean, that'd probably be like weird, horrible. There's a lot of like, I'm sure ex-hockey players, maybe even junior and stuff got traded. That'd be crazy. Unless you're Jay Ajayi. Yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> he is, yeah. <laughs> your team's dog shit. Yeah, yeah. Now you're on the Super Bowl favorite. If I stock at a person right now, it would be Jay Ajayi. Dolphins one game back of the division, <laughs> right? I don't know why they pulled the panic button. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, all right. So, uh, uh, weird Mike, we'll let you draft first because no one's going to want your guy anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. I wasn't ready to go first. Yeah, this is going to look even way worse. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to take my boy Adam Thielen, wide receiver, Minnesota Vikings. Perfect. The most he's, overrated receiver in the hey, league. He's not overrated. Yep. Everybody's going to fade him now halfway he's, through. He's like, and he's going to be uh, a clutch third down guy and a big play guy down the stretch for a team that's trying to make the playoffs. Respect that pick. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Um, I, I've, he's, he's, not, he's, he's no good. Uh, he's, he's like a bad hockey player that just plays the power play a lot, so he gets assists. He's a good stuff. Like, yeah, hey, I got 40 guy. points last year. Yeah, but you, you, you. Anyway. Uh, a lot of points. Yeah, exactly. But uh, if my mom's on the power play and Ovechkin and Crosby are beside her, she's going to get 40 assists too. Uh, Mike's pick. Okay, voice of God, you want to go next? All right. Uh, a couple guys in my head, but got to take him before he gets stolen. Deshaun Watson. Oh. I, I want to talk about him all year. I love him. Yeah. He's awesome. Okay, he's your boy. It's a good one. It feels good to hear yeah. that. He's, uh, he's, his first six games are rivaling Peyton Manning's uh, Broncos' best offensive season ever. It's insane, uh, the pace he's on. It's actually not being talked about enough. My boy, I'm glad I got him. Carson Wentz from North Dakota State. Uh, the next John Elway. Uh, he's awesome. I love him, and I'm glad he's my boy. And, uh, yeah, we'll do a couple more a bit later on. Okay. All right, Brent Waits, voice of God, with some fantasy notes. Here we go. Will you teach me to football? Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're deep into the fantasy season here. Uh, week 9 is another massive bye week. Teams off this week, Chicago, Cleveland, the L.A. Chargers, Minnesota, New England, and Pittsburgh. That has some huge implications to your lineup. So a couple guys that I really like this week. Running backs, um, grab Alfred Morris and Derek McFadden, both if you can. Zeke is probably going to be sitting out these six games. It really looks that way. They could win you, they could win your, you your season. Uh, definitely grab them. Marlon Mack, Indianapolis running back. Uh, he's been sneaking more and more touches from Frank Gore each week. Definitely grab him if he isn't already. Other guys, uh, worth taking a shot on. The running back duo for Miami that'll be stepping in to fill in Jay Ajayi's role. Kenyon Drake and Damian Williams. Two-man committee. Pick him up. A couple receivers. Paul Richardson uh, of Seattle Seahawks. He's looked better and better uh, every week as his rapport with Russell Wilson has really grown. This season, uh, he had a huge game last week. He's gone in most leagues, but a couple donkey work leagues, he'll, he'll be available. Corey Davis, the fourth overall pick in this year's draft, the receiver for Tennessee. He's finally getting healthy. He's had some hamstring issues all year. Uh, he's got huge upside and worth a stash. Mariota hasn't really found rapport and, uh, you know, res receiver he loves, and Corey Davis could be the guy. Also, Robbie Anderson of the New York Jets. Somehow, Josh McGowan is getting things done in New York, yards-wise, but not so much in the wins column. But Robbie Anderson, he's been stealing some touchdowns. A couple tight ends. Vernon Davis, he's been getting it done on, on the field with or without Jordan Reed in the lineup. Also, Jack Doyle had a huge week last week for the Colts. He's uh, young Jacoby Brissett's favorite target, and the volume shows. Give him a look. Jacoby's uh, looking better every week, by the way. Young prodigy of in the making. I don't know. There's something about him. He's an athletic guy. It's, he can, it's he's green. Well, I love that expression. Yeah. Yeah. He's green, but couple a uh, couple other things. Tip for the week: uh, take a look at who's being dropped in every week. You know, every day. You know, be a waiver shark. Check out. You know, somebody might have to win that week. They're making desperate plays. They're dropping someone stupid, or they're just not reading the news. Take a look. You can get a lot of good steals that way. Beautiful. Now, there's a couple things that you guys got to watch out for, okay? Everyone last week, we were all over the Cowboys. There's things called trap games. 
There's things that look like trap games. If everyone's saying that it's a trap game, it's probably not a trap game. Then it's not a trap, okay? <laughs> it's like walking into a brick wall that's on the street. Like, you're just going to avoid it. They might just be confused and not know what they're talking about either. Yeah, uh, the Cowboys are better than Washington in every position. That was the pick. Uh, even Sharps were on the Cowboys when normally they stay away from, from the boys because it's more of a public team, which means that a lot of people who don't know what they're talking about like to bet on the Cowboys because they're on TV a lot. So, normally stay away from the Cowboys, but that was not a trap game. If your gut was telling you take them and you pick the skins, trust your gut. Even when everyone says take the skins, everyone can be wrong. Uh, even Apple spent, you know, a billion, a million dollars uh, promoting these watches that no one has, you know? Everyone can whiff. Uh, Vegas whiffs too. So if you see a line you don't like, hop on it. Doesn't mean you're wrong. Dallas is not a trap game. It was beautiful. What else? There's a difference. Look, there's a difference when you're betting on teams. Remember, the difference between lack of talent and a lack of executing. We love lack of talent, okay? Because execution can happen. If you don't have talent, you're screwed. So when Atlanta was struggling on offense, or is Atlanta struggling on offense, just remember, they are talented. Beware to bet against them by any major spread at any time. Uh, you know, the Saints with Drew Brees, as long as he's breathing and back there, if they're struggling, it's because they're not executing. It's not because they're not talented. By the way, quarterback's half of it. So if you have one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league, your team can never be referred to as bad if he's healthy. You know, I'm kind of glad those fumbles happened because you're talking about Brees. They turned into a running team the last month, and they were really riding their new back and Ingram and the whole AP thing. Yeah. And, you know, those fumbles that he did this week against any other team, they probably lose that game. And, you know, they're going to sit back and be like, hey, we got Drew Brees, the MVP, the Super Bowl champion, the hero of the city. Let's put the ball back in his hands and Brees out, like you say. But they, you know what? They got to do both because the Brees threat helps the run game and the run game threat helps the Brees game. And now they are looking good. And again, if they have to roll through Minnesota, like host a playoff game and then go to Minnesota. Oh, my Who God. Dat? Who uh, that? Watch out for the Saints. Uh, we're also sorry to the Chiefs again. We've been really hard on them all season. Like, we were at Bieber. Sorry. Uh, again, five turnovers against the Broncos. The Broncos were more in that game. They got a, at least 10 points off those turnovers. Uh, that's the game. Five turnovers. Jesus. Uh, what are you going to do? They're still not that good. But uh, when they're executing, you know, they could definitely get the job done. And maybe I'm overlooking them on a couple spreads. But still, don't overhype them. When Tyree kills throwing your red zone offense, that's telling you something, isn't it? I didn't like it. Ah, still don't like Smith, but he looked good. I'll give him credit. He looked good on Monday night. But five turnovers was the story of the game. That's Smith. Story of the game was Budker. He scored 17 of 29 points. He won the game. Let's put his name in the hat. Nobody ever talks about the rookie kicker because there aren't ever any rookie kickers that are good. This guy just constantly scores points. Uh, I think he's only missed one. They're now adjusting the offense accordingly. Uh, yeah, that's what I took away from that game. 17 to 29 points. Put so his he, name in the hat. So he should be rookie of the year? I said put his name in the hat. Still, you know, what do we got? Eight weeks, nine weeks to go? By the way, folks, Mike was a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. My uh, cover's been blown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, kickers... Kickers, you know, and they're like backup quarterbacks. They're just, there's something wrong. This is why I don't like the Garoppolo thing, okay? I want my quarterback to ask for a trade two years ago. 
You know, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I'm in my prime. Yes, I want to learn from Brady. Sweet. I'm good to go. Give me a team I want to play. I mean, I'm not like crazy. It's like being a quarterback, it's like, imagine going, imagine going on a date as a backup date, okay? Dude takes out girl that you're, uh, that you're interested in, and you're the backup dude. So just in case he goes down or something, you step in. Otherwise, you just watch the date. And you do that for four years, all right? That's what quarterback is like, because it's love, man. It's beautiful. It's the, mo it's the most fun job in the world. I've been that guy. Far. Why didn't you want to quit? Because quarterback in the NFL is the most fun job in the world. That's what he said. There's only 32 of them. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So beware. All right. Garoppolo. I think he would ask for a trade if he was the guy, but hey, maybe he'll prove me wrong. Watch out. Okay. A lot of analytics been going on in baseball lately, like pulling pitchers when they're fine in the fifth inning. It got the Dodgers to the World Series. I, I get it, you know? There's smart people working on this. Uh, and when I, I brought this up last week, I think analytics and the long bomb when football is properly studied by anal analytics groups and allowed into the general manager's meet, uh, rooms and stuff like that, that long bombs and 50-50 balls uh, have a much higher plus ratio, especially in certain down, uh, down and distance situations in certain parts of the field. Uh, I just want to say this because we want to be first on this, but I expect long bombs in the next four or five years to go up at least 40% per capita, per team, like the three-point play uh, in basketball. You're here first. We're going long bomb heavy. Here we go. Per capita, eh? Talk dirty to me, man. Yeah. Now listen, before we get into overrated, underrated, uh, with a gun to your head, boys, right now, who's winning the Super Bowl? Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben's farewell call. He wins, he bounces. Whoa. I like it. The guy who hated, the, he said the Steelers were crazy three weeks ago when they were going into Kansas City. Now he's all on board. What about you, voice of God? You come down from the cliffs, what do the stones say? <laughs> it's tight. It's very tight. Um, I'd love to say the Pats, but I don't want to jinx them. So I'm going to go Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz, your boy. My boy. I love that. Boy. You know what? Yeah, I, I, I don't know how. I don't know why. But uh, I'm going, yeah, I'm going, I'm going with uh, the New England Patriots just because there's a gun to my head. But I think the Saints are going to get there, but uh, I can't go against Tom with a gun to my head. I like life. Here we go. Let's, let's move on to our next pick, okay, for your boy, all right? This time I'm picking first. All right, Mike, okay, Mike, you go first. Classic draft rules. I've done them before. Yeah, no snake draft here. Uh, Bortles. There's a gun to his head. He's got the keys to the Jags. No pun intended. That was good, though. Uh, bye week, week schedule, loaded D, week division. Uh, Bortles, my boy, second round. You just made the podcast so much more fun for the next few weeks. Yeah. Bortles is your guy. Your boy, Bortles. I can't wait to bring up horrendous stats. <laughs> oh, man. He throws, out, he throws gifts to the other team like it's Christmas, but you know what? He's been settling down. And uh, he would be your boy. He needs, he's needed to shave since he was grade two. And they might make the playoffs. Their remaining schedule for the season is, is awful. I mean, it, because they've been so bad. Um, yeah, they got four of the five worst teams in the, 
in the league for the remaining schedule. Um, yeah, it's, it looks like they're going to be in the playoffs. I like Let's them. hear who your boy is. Everybody keep chirping my boy. Let's hear your boy. My boy, who we're going to talk about a little bit more later in the show, Juju Smith-Schuster, receiver extraordinaire for Mr. Ben Roethlisberger opposite A.B. Uh, yeah, he's, he's my boy. He's, he's great. He had a huge coming out party that we're going to talk about more later. I hear his name, and you know what I think? I think I haven't, I haven't given enough pizzazz to possible names for my sons later in life, you know? Maybe I was thinking Charles, you know, but like with my pops, you know, a couple other, you know, Juju Smith, Schuster, you know? Juju on that beat. You know? <laughs> uh, anyway. Your pick, Jeff. My pick. My boy. Uh, I'm, I'm rolling with him. Drew Brees. Okay? Drew Brees, okay. I think, okay. was forgotten about. I don't think he liked it. I think he's a good guy. And I think he works better as a slight underdog. He's got that little guy mentality. You know, he's like a Doug Flutie that... Uh, taller he, Doug Flutie. Taller, like a steroided Doug Flutie. HGH you know? Doug Flutie. Yeah. And uh, anyway, Drew Brees, one last roll of dice with Sean Payton. Okay, please remember to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for everyone who already did. Uh, hope we made you some money last week. We were four and two and gave you an over-under pick. Uh, again, watch out for overrated teams or teams that are overperforming or teams that have easy schedules. We're moving into everyone's favorite section, overrated, underrated. <laughs> Look, folks, Minnesota Vikings are overrated, all right? Yes, they just beat the Browns, so just in case you forgot from last week, they are still overrated, all right? They, it's, they beat, they beat uh, a college team. The Browns are a mess. Uh, the Browns are like the back of my car. <laughs> they doubled up the Browns in London. They handled their biz. Yeah, sweet. Still overrated. Would love to face them in the NFC, in the NFC playoffs if I'm any team. Come on, so would you. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, you're still overrated. Five turnovers made you look really good in prime time, which is going to pump up spreads for the next few weeks. So watch out for Kansas City and uh, rolling with them because they're going to get some extra points from the public loving Kansas City with those five turnovers with the reason they won by so many and covered the spread last week. Make no mistake. And turnovers are not something you rely on to bet on because they don't happen that much and they're lucky. And when you're picking games, folks, don't rely on stuff that happens as a fluke. Rely on execution. And think of like the percentage with, with, that, which, which, with which that team executes. Just run the game. Touchdown, field goal. You know, does the team usually score or do they kind of come up short on third down? So that's why third down percentage is a real big thing. Atlanta seems like they have a struggling offense. Their points per play is actually awesome. And you watch them suck against New England, so you think they're bad. And you think they're worse than they are. They ain't that bad. They're going to figure it out. Weren't that, weren't that great against the Jets? They're not executing, but they're still talented. Don't sleep on the Falcons. There's a monsoon at MetLife, and they still put up 25 points against a decent D. They got the talent. All right. All right. Remember, one more thing. There is no everyone, okay? <laughs> when, you're, when someone says to you, oh, yeah, everyone, everyone's taking the, you know, everyone's taking Everyone's taking the skins. Just remember, there is no everyone, okay? Those are the two people that you happen to talk to at the bus stop. The one guy at work that doesn't really know anything. 
and the one show that you happen to watch with that one guy's particular opinion. Especially if uh, that guy happens to have a particular bias. You never know. Just be careful, okay? Be careful whenever you say, oh, yeah, everyone's on the Pats. Well, maybe not everyone. Uh, all right, we're going to give you three more picks to put some shillings in your pocket. Here we go. You! Uh, we like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Plus seven points in New Orleans. I love the Saints. Don't get me wrong. This is a division game. Going back in history, Tampa and New Orleans. This is a field goal game every two of three games. This spread's too big. Seven points. Uh, two teams know each other real well. Again, division game. I like it. Worst case, you might get the push. I think New Orleans wins this game by four. Uh, Tampa Bay's even winning at one point. Tampa's not as bad as they seem. Again, they've just been bad lately. They've played some tough games in Buffalo. Tough game. All right, our next pick. We got the same sort of deal. You just saw Seattle be awesome on... Uh, on uh, Sunday Night Football. And again, they, they're wicked. Don't get me wrong, Seattle with an offense is scary. But this spread's too big. I'm taking Washington plus seven and a half for a team that could, Washington could win this game. They're, they're, they were winning against Dallas. We expect Dallas to be better. Seattle, that was the best offensive output I've seen all season. I can't rely on it necessarily to happen all the time, especially when it's basically the Russell Wilson show. I mean, if this was an offense firing on all cylinders, sure. But Russell Wilson's just, a, he was a rock star. And you can't rely on him to do that every time. Seven and a half, maybe one point too much. I'm taking Washington. Desperate game for them if they want to stay in this race. It's a wild card. I'll take desperation. Uh, to at least keep it close. I don't need to win. And that's fine. Because they're probably not going to. And my last pick of the week. This is what I think is a trap game. And I love the Jags. Don't get me wrong. Minus four and a half points at home in Jacksonville. But let me tell you, at home in Jacksonville ain't much. Okay? It's like bringing a date home to a bunk bed. Okay? It's not really much to be impressed with. You may as well get a hotel. Okay? Because <laughs> then they can play at a bunch of local colleges. It'd be way better. I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals. Plus four and a half points. I got the better quarterback. Slightly. Uh, and a team that kind of evens out. I do like Jacksonville's defense more, but defense doesn't cover big spreads. So I'm taking Cincy at, four, at plus four and a half. So my picks this week. Yeah, gold pick, Detroit Lions. Silver pick, the Indianapolis Colts, plus 13 in Houston. Bronze pick, the Buffalo Bills, minus three uh, to the New York Jets. And then we got Tampa, Washington, and Cincinnati. And we're giving you the under in the Kansas City-Dallas game. You! Weird Mike, what's up? You know what's up, bro? 0-4, last month. Hard month. Glad to see October leaving. November, time to shine. Weird pick it a week. Climb to 500 begins. Raiders, roll at Hard Rock. Prime time, Sunday night football. Oakland, minus three at Miami. That wasn't the real Oakland team we saw in Buffalo. God bless them. It was a nice win. East Coast. Time, it was weird. Marshawn wasn't there. Marshawn's back. I'm not saying he's everything, but, you know, he's got something. Rally the troops. Season on the line. Primetime. They got the primetime players. We've seen them in primetime. Dolphins in transition. Weird a J.E. trade. 
If I don't win this game, I'll be chasing 500 the rest of the year. So I'm all in on the Raiders at the Hard Rock. Minus three. Weird pick of the week. Let's go. Yeah, I like it. But, I mean, I liked them last week. What are you going to do? I, I'll go with you, Weird Mike. The Raiders should win this game. Uh, but the Dolphins, they've been winning games that they haven't been supposed to win all year. They've been outscored by 60 points, and they're still somehow above 500. All right. Now, just remember one thing. Uh, talent wins sports more than coaching, okay? Now, as, as the sport gets more complicated, coaching gets more involved. For instance, swimming is all talent, okay? It's a little bit of coaching. It's swimming. It's freaking swimming. Okay, it's Farvin swimming. Okay, if you have a running coach, yeah, he's just, you know, he's, he's, he's encouraging you. He's telling you how to breathe. It's like Lamaze class. The girl's still having the baby, okay? <laughs> Football's a little more. It's almost like 40, 50. It's, it's a lot of coaching. It's a ton of coaching. But don't get me wrong. Your team's got to be talented. So just remember, the Atlanta Falcons are an insanely talented team. Sarkeesian might not be teaching them off, executing on offense properly, but beware of the Falcons. They're not dead yet. Freeman is hurt. Matt Ryan is average. Uh, he's not average. He's, he's an okay quarterback. He's not okay. He's better than look okay. At his career, look at his career numbers, excluding last year. He's care. average. I don't care about the numbers. He's average. Accept it. Yeah, he's not, I'm not accepting anything. All right? Watch. Just watch. All right? They got, they got to watch that again. Now, yeah, December 3rd, well, we'll be at uh, the Ralph. Ian, far of an idiot. Uh, not New Era Stadium. Don't call it that. If you ever call it that while we're there, I'm going to walk 10 feet away from you. Okay? One more pick, boys. One more pick. We got, uh, I got Carson Wentz. I got Drew Brees. Weird Mike. Who's your boy, bro? I'm riding dirty with Bud Curry. Hits the podium. KC kicker. Going to ride him to the division title. Thielen, Bortles, Butker, my boys. Third and final pick, got to go with my boy, TB12, the GOAT. Summarize my picks. We got Deshaun Watson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Tom Brady. All right. Uh, I'm going to take a guy that I just always loved, never gets enough credit, and he's going to have to step up big if my Super Bowl pick's coming through with a gun to my head. Danny Amendola, ladies and gentlemen. Watch him step up this playoffs as the guy you didn't see coming, but you did. He always does. He's got multiple touchdowns in both the Super Bowls wins. Again, it's the quarterback, all right? Give me guys with physical skills. Tom Brady will put the ball in their hands. It's a smart offense, though. Ocho Cinco had a problem with it. Then again, he's named Ocho Cinco, uh, which is another name possibly for my son one day, you know? Juju Smith Ocho Cinco. Makes sense. Ocho Jeffo. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, sweet. Oh, by the way, folks, we got news that might matter. Voice of God, Brent Waits. All right. And the news that definitely doesn't matter. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, my most, guy. Most news doesn't matter, by the way. <laughs> this doesn't matter, but it's awesome. Juju Smith-Schuster is a beauty. He's my guy for a reason. Uh, he torched the Lions Sunday night for a 97-yard touchdown, which is the longest in Steelers history. Uh, big stat there. Um, and after taking it to the house, he ran over to the sidelines to chain up some of the stationary bikes because he recently had his bike stolen, his primary means of transportation, and reached out to uh, everybody on Twitter, eventually got it back, but he's now uh, being a lot smarter, chaining up all bikes, anyone, anyone he sees. Um, also on that run, I don't know if you saw, he was the entire time he was looking over his shoulder 
for the DBs that were chasing him. And after their game, the report's like, you know, Juju, what, what's going on? Why are you looking over your shoulder every, every second? And he, he called out Madden. He said, he's like, man, my, my speed rating in Madden is only 82, 83. I thought they were going to catch me. So <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I think they've, they've since bumped it up. I don't, I don't play Madden, but uh, yeah, it's been bumped up since then. Um, another reason he's a beauty. Uh, four TDs before his 21st birthday. First person in NFL history to do that. Uh, yeah, he really needed that bike as well. He doesn't currently have a driver's license. That's definitely on the bucket list, eh? Be in a video game somehow. Like, you know, be able to like, imagine Juju Smith Schuster is himself being like, man, I'm faster than this. <laughs> I don't think I had four scores before 21. <laughs> like, Juju Smith Schuster. Fan of the show, actually. We just like him. You know what? Have a good weekend, folks. Uh, we hope. You win with us, especially, watch out, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Stafford's going to have a come out party on prime time. It's the Matt Stafford Show. Good Georgia boy. Welcome to Look Who's Talking. Thanks for joining us. It's been happy Halloween with Weird Mike. Please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, Instagram, at Hughes Talking, spelled H-U-S-T-A-L-K-I-N-G. <laughs> Woo! Thanks for joining us. See you next week.